0: Hello, hello, and welcome to PS10 Radio. I am your host, Angelon, and today is Self-Care Sunday. We will have a special guest, Erica Michelle Bailey, and she will be talking with us about fulfilling our purpose. Our special guest for ps10 radio today is erica michelle bailey she is known as the purpose pusher she is a certified spiritual life coach a mentor a professional speaker and author she is also the ceo of erica michelle bailey and company llc where she specializes in helping women of faith who have a desire to awaken and ignite their god-given purpose by empowering them to live big dream big, create big, and execute big. So join us in listening to how Erica says we can fulfill our purpose in life.
1: I'm so excited today to dive into our topic. We have a special guest, and we are talking about purpose. Welcome, Erica Bailey.
2: Hi, thank you for having me.
1: Yes, thank you for agreeing to be a part of our podcast and sharing your purpose-filled life and all of your different uh, knowledge about just finding purpose spiritually as women, Mm -hmm. as individuals. So can you tell us a little bit more about that?
2: So let me just first say that um I am 47, I had to think about that. And I have to say <laughs> this journey of um seeking purpose has been something that I've been on um and I think we all, you know, have different peaks and valleys of that, you know, really wanting mm-hmm. to know, you know, what what am I purpose to do? And I can remember like yesterday, so my daughter was about three or four, and um, I was—you know—I was a mom, I was a young wife, I was active in ministry. I, you know, I did—I was doing all these things, but inside, I still felt like something is missing, right? And I didn't mm-hmm. know what the something was, so I—I I never pretend, but I knew it was something, and. You know, those of us who know ministry, we call it, we say our calling, you know, that call, right. that, yeah. you know, on your mm-hmm. life. and um, I remember sitting in the middle of my bed and I just started weeping and this, like I said, my daughter's 21. So this is <laughs> some years ago and I, I would never forget this though. And I began to just cry out to God, not in a sad way, but more of a desperate way of saying, you know, I want to do what you've created me to do. And mm-hmm. so crying out and I just begin to just speak to the Lord and like, God, if you, you know, just show me, just tell me, you know how we try to bribe God, God, if you just tell me, you know, right. and I would never forget through that moment when um God, the audible, audible voice of God um spoke to me and it stayed with me forever and I will never forget it it the voice that I heard the audible voice was you know I've put you on this earth and you will speak into the lives of women all across the world now let's mm-hmm. remember social media wasn't even a thing right so mm-hmm. I would often say, "How is that gonna happen, Lord?" You know, I don't know. You know, and but I didn't stay stuck there. I just began to do the little things that came to to my hands. The the things that would lead me to a path of being able to speak to people. And I'll just share mm-hmm. this really quick, and then I'll, I'll I'll pause. But what I remember, if I don't remember anything through these years, is that. When he said, you're going to speak to people all across the world. It does not mean that it's going to be this huge platform. He didn't say it was going to be big. He didn't say it was going to be small. So what I had to do was I had to take every opportunity, whether it was in a grocery store, whether it was in a prayer line, whether it was on the phone with, Mm. you know, with you or interview. Mm -hmm. And just speak into the lives of people and, I think when I began to recognize that I could I could begin this journey without having all the moving pieces is mm-hmm. when I started feeling more not a feeling as a sensation feeling but I started feeling that I was I was more valuable to the world to the kingdom to God okay, because i right. was letting my voice talk to people.
0: Mhm.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And yeah, i I've been I totally understand that because um yeah, it is something like um and that's something I was gonna um kind of touch on later, but it was just a thought that I had that sometimes we're doing something and we're doing it because we know it's good. Like you said, we're volunteering, we're we're in um the ministry, we're being involved in different things and and I too was at that point at um at one point in my life I was very involved in my church. I was going to small group and I was in in the um, the ministry for um, single parents, and I was helping in the the nursery and everything, and I was doing everything, but I didn't quite feel like that was it for me. And I mm-hmm. think that that when when you are you're doing good and you're doing you know good things and you're helping people, but mm-hmm. it's it's another level when you are doing your purpose because yes. you don't have that that void there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: yep I was sharing yesterday I had um, a special guest I was interviewing for my podcast <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, one of the questions or maybe it was more of a conversation and I was telling her that I remember like second grade, third grade, fourth grade. You know, some things you don't remember, but I remember those times, and I can remember those green report cards. You probably don't know nothing about Mm. that, but they were green (laughs) report cards, and they were the folded ones, and they had all of these check the boxes, and Mm -hmm. at the end it would always say, "Erica is such a good student," but that "but" always would come, and I knew it was Hmm. coming behind it, but she talks she talked too much like I I loved having conversations and that was since Mm -hmm. I was a little girl and I was sharing with my guest yesterday I'm so glad that I didn't allow that to close me up to shut my mouth because sometimes Mm -hmm. we can get something that's not even intended to really uh, infect you or affect you but it does because we hold on to those memories because how could I remember that but I couldn't even remember a teacher's name. How could I remember yeah. that? Because that's the subconscious that keeps in our mind these things that did something to us or, or affected us or, you know, touched us in a certain way, sentimental or, you know, whatever. And I remember that. And I am so glad that I did not allow
1: that, you know, to to close my mouth. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I it, it reminds me of that quote um, that kind of uh, correlates with what you're saying. You know, they don't remember what people don't remember what you say, but they remember how you make them feel. And yes. so that statement she made was on the paper it really impacted you because it made you feel a certain way. You just can't forget that feeling.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, you're absolutely correct. you're absolutely correct.
1: So do you believe that, like, we only have one purpose? Or do you feel like we have many Mm -hmm. purposes? Like, how do we, how do we know? Like, okay, for instance, like I said, I was kind of doing the same thing like you, and, you know, Mm -hmm. being involved at church and everything. And I, I do feel like that's something that I needed to do, but I felt Mm -hmm. like I, looking back, I feel like that's what I needed to do at the time. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like there were other things that I need to pursue and need to grow in and fulfill.
2: When you ask, do you believe we can have more than one purpose? And Mm -hmm. without getting turned, right. I'm going to, I'm going to share an, um, something that I, when I'm helping the women who I coach and mentor, kind of get a, Mm -hmm. a at least a narrow, a narrative, right? So I cannot believe that we have multiple purposes. I believe we have Mm -hmm. an ultimate purpose, but what I do believe is, is that the ultimate purpose will have many assignments and many assignments will take place in different seasons. So we cannot, cannot block out avoid the assignments so your assignment one of your assignments may have been to impact those children in that room for so that when they get 20 their their thought process isn't what erica remember that her teacher told mm-hmm. her that she right so it still has a part to do with purpose because what if that teacher would that said that to me would have then came back and said, you know, you talk, you talk a lot, Erica, but let me tell you how you can use that, right? So she said the same Mm -hmm. thing, just in a different way. So I believe we have assignments and I'll just share with you how I believe God gave me that revelation because in order for me to really teach this or to live this, it's imperative that I know this, right? And this is Mm -hmm. not something my mother can teach me. This is something that I had to tap into God, put my ear to his lips to hear his voice, and so he shared with me just really quickly about his son Jesus, right? So mm-hmm. we know that that Jesus, God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, is spirit. We know that right, but at some mm-hmm. point, God had to make a decision to take the spirit of his Son and send it to earth and deposit it our input in put it into a body form. why because what men from Genesis on had been trying to do would never fulfill what God needed them mm-hmm. to
0: do, right?
2: which we understand that process. So when Jesus came, his purpose was right to, to get to the cross. Okay. Right. That was the purpose he came here because if he did not go to that cross, if he had not hung for our sins, right. And die mm-hmm. for us, then we would not be able to have this life that we have. That's the word. But, uh, mm-hmm. but when he came, he had many assignments that had to happen before he so he understood, I'm going to come, I'm going to save some, I'm going to deliver some, I'm going to prophesy to some, I'm going to feed some, I'm going to heal some, I'm going to, you know, recreate something. But one thing he said to the Pharisees and those who thought that uh, they, that they, he had come to be this ultimate change, he said, I didn't come to do away with the law, I came to fulfill the law. So he knew immediately wow. what his purpose was. And so because mm-hmm. we... Oh, we have all of these things that consume us, and I'm not saying everybody. We have all of these things in life to consume us. We have to stop and we have to tap into the source. God is the source, and He's our resource. But at this mm-hmm. point, we need Him to source so that He can tell us, Erica, listen, your purpose is this. And I believe I fulfill purpose when I go, when, when my time has, my expiration date has come. That is mm-hmm. when I meet purpose because that means I've mm-hmm. done everything that he wanted me to do while living. I don't right. believe there's just one thing. I believe there is a purpose, but there's many things assigned to that before there's fulfillment. And then I believe fulfillment is when he says, okay, Erica, you've, you're done. You've done what I need you to do in this earth. People may mm-hmm. not understand now I want to take you. I need to take you home. That's what right. I
1: believe. Now, do you think that we will all, we will fully understand our purpose or do you think that sometimes just like um, what you're saying, let's say like you're helping all these beautiful women out here and mm-hmm. find their purpose. Um, and that is your purpose. However, um <laughs> It just kind of seems like you, you're not done. And then, you know, things go left. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Does Yeah. Does that, is that still a part of your purpose? Maybe that interruption yes. and you get back to yes. it or like, how does that yes. work?
2: Yeah. Because if, if I look at the life and, and, and I won't apologize for this, but this is the best that I know, right, when I look at the life of Jesus, right, mm-hmm. and he walked the earth, right, he had good days, bad days, he had times he needed to go away, he needed to fast, the enemy came left to right, people lied on him, people
1: mm-hmm.
2: talked about him, even up until the time where they could have let him go, they chose a sinner over him right? So let me, so there's things in my life that I felt like was interruptions, but really they were divine appointments, right?
1: So Ooh, there is, okay. no,
2: there's never a question to God, Um, you, Erica, you shouldn't be here. Now, I do believe we take paths. That's not his, not his direction. But what, but what does he say? He says that, he says there's a perfect will and there's a permissive will. So God's perfect mm-hmm. will is, Everything he will want for us to do and be and go and impact mm-hmm. his permissive will, is saying this is not what I willed for you, but because you're my son, because you're my daughter, I'm gonna I'm gonna cover you in this era. I'm gonna cover you. Right. That doesn't mean I'm not gonna if, if it's my sin that I'm not gonna be accountable for it. So when mm-hmm. I think about that, um, it's been let me see five five six seven seven and a half years ago I was living in Orlando, Florida
0: and I had been Mm -hmm. there
2: for probably 20 years I was raising my children and I had gotten married and that Mm -hmm. marriage did not work actually I lost my home to foreclosure I had to make a decision at the age of 39 do I pack up and go to my parents house until I can get my mind. Right. Cause I, I just mm-hmm. went a very rough patch with that divorce, with that, that marriage right. it was toxic. But I never ever look at that as how did that happen? Now, did I say, God, you know what, God, I know you got, there's a lesson in this. I need you to help me get through this. I can't stay in this mm-hmm. place. My mental mind is not right. You know, my stability is not right. And when I tell you that what God did in those years that I, I what some people would call a setback, which really was right. a set up, God blessed mm-hmm,
1: my mm-hmm. life
2: like I could have never. I mean, He blew my mind, but I had to go through the processes. It wasn't easy. I cried. I'm telling my ugly cries. I. <laughs> with god i was upset mm-hmm. how could you let this happen i was minding my own business and you know he had been a long-term friend and i mean we had been friends for 20 something years so i trusted this guy right so so with that being an answered to your question even in those moments where we have to take a detour or we may even have to start the gps over who would think at mm-hmm. 39 would be starting over. You would be like, that's the prime of my life. You know, I got a big savings account. I got my 401k. I got my retirement. Give me a couple of more yeah. years. I'm a good right? But God mm-hmm. had different plans. He His plans right. was totally different, And I, but I'm thankful for them. I'm thankful that that was a part of my purpose because that's that many more women that I get to share this story with, that gives them more life, gives them more hope. Right? So it's still a part right. of his purpose.
1: Yeah. And you know, when you were talking I was just thinking about the fact that God gives us free will. So even if we, mm-hmm. you know, end up veering <laughs> off the path or something goes left, I mean, we always have the uh the will to um choose him again and ask him for guidance yes. again and he'll put us back on the right track to fulfill our purpose. And I do think yes. there's like you said, um, I forget the word that's used for it but I always think of it as a lesson, like, oh, holding yes. you accountable. So you're still mm-hmm. gonna you're still gonna fulfill your purpose, but you're just him holding you accountable is allowing you actually to gain more wisdom so that yes. you can you know, fulfill your purpose with wisdom and not just, Oh, okay, I I made it. And I did this and that to get here, but there's so much more in the hard times and the pain and the tris mm-hmm. and all of that than to just get there. Yes, you're right, you're absolutely right, so I had a question too I wondered is do you think that um purpose is tied to your talent, okay? So, can let's discuss that because do okay. you
2: believe that your talent is something given to you, you know, by God, or do you believe that talent is something that we're able to just inhabit or learn and and become good at it? You know what I'm saying?
1: Right. I I think it can be both. I think it could be. Natu- mm-hmm. Naturally born, and yes. I think it can mm-hmm. be dis- discovered. Yeah,
2: and, yeah. And I, the reason I ask that is because um, when we talk about talents, um, I believe that everything that has to do with Erica was contributed to her through God. Um, mm-hmm. I have some talents that I believe that are talents. Some people might say they're not, but I think they're talents, and I believe <laughs> that. They- um they are a source to help me to reach purpose it's a it's a source that helps me sometimes to make income so that the income that I make that I can use that to fund you know the the purpose part of what I'm called to do i don't necessarily mm-hmm. think that um talent is always what's going to lead me to purpose because sometimes we can let talent become bigger than what God's purpose is for our lives we'll stop mm. there in comfort we'll stop that okay. there and you know I'm good at this this is what I'm gonna do so now mm-hmm. I don't hear anything else from God. all I know is I'm gonna be a police officer and I don't care what the, I don't care about nothing else right
1: yeah and just I take the life in his own sometimes
2: yes that's what. And that's the part cuz we have gifts and talents. All of that is scripture. And I believe that they're given to us for whatever the reason it is for us to utilize it. But I don't I don't allow it to dominate. I'm good with um finances. I I'm, I'm really good like I I I mean I have a business degree um but <clears throat> I'm like when it comes to money, we can talk all day, right? However, mm-hmm. I know that's not my main source, if that makes sense, or the thing that yeah. I'm driven by. It is the thing that helps me to help others, but it's not the thing that I'm
1: driven to do. So it's, so it's I'll kind of like my, a means to an end.
2: Yes. Yes. So I'll tell my clients, I am not a business coach. I don't theme myself that. I don't title myself that, but I am a coach <laughs> I in no a business. To do that. Yeah, so I'm not a business coach, but I'm a coach who knows business. So I can tell you how within my restraints, but that's not who I am. It doesn't wake me up in the morning. It doesn't put me down to sleep at night. It doesn't make me in my sleep make notes, mental notes. It it just doesn't. Talent, a gift that God has given me, and it's helped me to help so many other people knowing and having that gift.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah. And I like that idea too because sometimes, you know, like you said, people get kind of complacent, get kind of comfortable in, oh, I'm good at um, decorating or I'm good at drawing or whatever. And maybe your calling isn't for you to have a decorating business. Maybe your calling is to, um, maybe there's, you know, maybe the church, maybe they need, you know, someone to decorate for them, and you just bless them with that, or maybe it's Mm -hmm. like just, you know, helping a senior home and decorating for their holiday events or whatever it may be, and just knowing that you're serving in that capacity, whether or not that's your full-time job or not, is fulfilling in itself, because it's working towards your purpose. Mm hmm Yes.
2: Yes, that's exactly how I would say that you know, to share that.
1: Mhm. I kinda wanna go back to what you were saying about um just, you know, you know, I too have been in a place where uh, you know, you're in a marriage, it's a failed marriage and then, you know, the life as you know it it has changed and um and you know that could be so. I think because I I am in my late forties as well, and so mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends who, I mean, some people are they feel like you know they're in their midlife crisis. Like uh, it just kind of seems like is this it? Like you know uh, people are kind of thinking I got to figure out what I want to do with my life, and I I want to do something different. People are making drastic changes and just moving out of the state or quitting mm-hmm. their job altogether or just marrying someone on a whim or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. Um, How do we know when we're in that state of mind, you know, where all these changes are happening, that this is what you're supposed to be doing? Mm -hmm. How do we know? So for me,
2: and I'll use my own life example, um, when I went through the divorce, I was – divorced and you know my prayer was to God was you know God God, hide me until you heal me because what I didn't want mm-hmm. to happen was you know what this not so good experience to do was to taint if God's plan was for me to remarry right and so mm-hmm. in order for me to that plan I had to I had to really disconnect to reconnect and what I mean by that is for an entire year I, I i considered myself on a spiritual sabbatical and i left mm. social media i changed my phone number like only pers- only people that kept in contact with me was my immediate family which was very mm-hmm. few was my children now i didn't plan that you know i i didn't i didn't sit down and say okay that's what i'm going to do it That happened that way because I know that was what God wanted to happen for me. Mm. And so through that, I was able to really get clarity on, you know, okay, God, I'm 39. Not only that, when I made four, when I turned 40, My birthday gift from God was, I want you to go back to school. I'm like, look, God, you know, like Mm. I'm good. I've always made good money. Decent money is what I meant. I didn't need to go to school. You know, what do you want me to do? Why why do I need to go to school? And, of course, he won. And I went back to school um, four years. (laughs) I, have what, 44? That year I made 44. That summer I graduated with my bachelor's degree. I'm sharing this to say that, um, you know, age to God, he says, you know, one year to you is so many different years to me. And, you know, your thoughts are not my thoughts. And, you know, mm-hmm. your way is my way. And so when we put a preference uh, on something such as, well, look, you know, where I'm at, these are my latter years. But the Bible said your latter years will be your your latter years will be greater than your former years. So
1: if mm. that's what
2: it says, then how could we put a a time block on God to say what's going to happen and what's not going to happen. So what happened wow. was, um, and mm-hmm, with me talking to God, I'm like, God, just hire me to, to heal me because I, you know, I'm, I'm your daughter is just not, you know, me, God, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not in good mood. And so, um, I believe that's what that move was all about when I, Move with my parents, they lived in, I called it a little town. I always say it was a little country town, Lafayette, Louisiana. And I would say to God, I would be driving to work. I would say, God, what you going to do with me in this little town? What you going to do with me? There's nothing here. But that was, mm-hmm. he, he didn't, there because he wanted me to see things and meet people. He put me there because he needed to truly heal me. He really needed to right. take take me out of the hustle and bustle of life, right? And sit still, literally. And yes, I worked full time. Yes, I still, you know, had my responsibilities. But it was it was just something about being there. So I say this to say, if we trust God, if we trust him, no matter what age we are, he will always show us what's in that. Right. So there are some things right. that if he would have gave me five years ago I, today, I mean, the, what he's given me today, if he would have gave it to me five years ago, child would have messed all over that blessing. Right. I would have just not right. even thought what it was worth. And that goes to my my current husband. He and I had been in the same circle for years we were doing, he was doing his thing for God. I was doing my thing for God. We both were, you know, speakers and we would travel and we would be in this faith-based community. And that's how I, you know, met him. And we were, you know, we laugh about it now. Like we were just doing our thing and Mm -hmm. God put it together. It's crazy. And that's a whole nother story. And we know he put it together because neither of us was praying for mates. We wasn't expecting a mate. We wasn't asking God for a mate. We were just, so at the place of our life where all we wanted to do is truly serve Him to the best of our ability,
1: right? Yeah, and that's and an so amazing I, place to be. Mhm. Mhm. Yep.
2: Yep. And people ask me, and this is off, but this still has to do with middle age. People ask me. Because I didn't realize so many women was following that journey, even though we weren't like openly sharing everything, but people were following it. And they they made it known when we got married. Um, but anyway, one of the things I shared, I said, they say, how did you know he was your mate? Right. I said, I didn't know. But when when I did know, it was when I realized one day I was just sitting there and I said, wow, like he never allowed me to give him pieces. He always required me to give all of me. Meaning not not all of me like that, but meaning he didn't allow me to live in my mistakes or, you know, look what happened to me or, you know, you know, living with precaution. As a friend, he always encouraged to give all of me. If if the person can't take all of what you are, Erica, your hurts, your you know, your disappointments your failures, your divorce, and all of that, he said, then you know that he's not the one. And when he, that right. day, I didn't find me. It was later. And I was like, wow, that's what he does, right? Because I begin to think, like, he's my friend, but he doesn't allow me to give him pieces of me. He requires all of me.
1: Wow. And ding,
2: ding, yeah. ding. It was like, okay, God, I see where you're going. So that's mm-hmm. what you know, so and that was in my latter that's that's like like I'm forty seven, my husband's fifty seven, so we both we're ten years apart and we both were in latter years. <laughs> you know?
1: Right. Mhm. That I mean the, but that's an amazing testimony because I think people do get to this point or get to any point of their life, you know, whether they're so you know, some some younger women are feeling like, oh, you know, I want to have kids and I'm 35. My biological clock is ticking, whatever it may be. Or, you know, mm-hmm. when you trust in God, amazing things can happen and you don't have to yeah. worry. And I think that's mm-hmm. the important piece of of really following your purpose is if it's meant for you, it will happen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I
2: never chase after purpose. It always follows, and it always uh, it always finds me.
1: hmm. And it falls in line as well. It's yes. it, it's amazing how things just work out. You don't have to, like you say, you don't have to chase it. You don't have to try. It just God works it out, and and that's what makes it like. That's what makes it fulfilling, because you don't have mm-hmm. that void, because it filled the yeah. void just by yes you know,
0: coming into fruition. Yeah. I guess when I talk again, we talk again about purpose. I think of the fact that, um, like, for myself, I'll just be a little transparent. Like, I had no intentions of ever having a podcast like, <laughs> at all. Like, I, where you said you grew up and you were talking a lot, I was not. I was very quiet. I was always the one my friends would talk on my behalf. Wow. I had very good friends because they never steered me wrong but <laughs> they had my back but I was very quiet. Got you know got older and um it's a you know late teens and and college and burst out my shell but not mm-hmm. to this extent like I would have never done anything like that. I don't I don't do live videos so you know maybe that would be something I grow into but right now God didn't call me to do that so Mm -hmm. um so I do think that you know God will line things up for you some way Mm -hmm. somehow and push you um and I guess I'm kind of asking do you agree and push your uh push you beyond your comfort level because this is I like I've I never like thought that I had a radio voice or that people wanna even hear what I have to say, but this is just taking me to another level. And also even in my, um, with my profession, all of a sudden I've been like in places where I have like given presentations. I don't do those things (laughs) or I didn't think I did. Well, now I do feel like, while, I, you know, God has really catapulted me into um, a comfort level that I'm not used to. I've never been in this comfort level. So I just thought, wondered, like, what did you think about when people are placed in situations that are uncomfortable for them and how that can lead to your purpose?
2: Yeah, so I, I have to say, I don't think it's many things that I've done in life that I've been comfortable with right um even speaking is it's when i speak even though i've been doing it for years i get in the pit of my stomach this feeling this turn this oh my god you know are they gonna like it you know are they gonna you know receive what i have to say And what I say to that now, which I didn't know always, is that I believe that's really the place that God uses me the the most is when I am not trying to be the pilot. I I don't know exactly how this is going to turn out. Um, Mm -hmm. When I am the most comfortable is when I really have to be careful of, of what I do. Because in that is where that then becomes self and not always it's God's leading. And I heard you say something and the first thing came to my mind was how um, our self-belief is it plays a big part in what we do and we don't do. Because when we believe, we we have we have said to ourselves, you know, nobody wants to hear what I have to say. You're not the only one that said that, trust me. You know? <laughs> I know I've said it. Um, I may have not said it in that way. And people don't believe it because they're like, Erica, you, you, you naturally. Yeah, it's natural. Only because I believe that uh, it's wired in my DNA. But it's not natural without the Holy Spirit being involved. Mm-hmm. So in those uncomfortable moments, everything you do won't be uncomfortable. But I have to say 85% of what I do as it relates to me fulfilling God's purpose for my life um is is uncomfortable
0: right so we need to be comfortable with being uncomfortable uncomfortable (laughs) right right that's good and I think a lot of people need to learn that so I just wanted to like um to recap with you, just to okay. make sure I, cause I, you dropped a lot of nuggets for us. And so I want to make sure everybody got this um, and just jump in and correct me if I'm not saying it right or whatever. But um, one thing that I got from our discussion today is there are several assignments to fulfill our purpose. So it's not just one thing, no one and done's here. <laughs> we have to <laughs> go through some things sometimes. And that's when God holds us accountable. Right. Yes. And then um, your talents and gifts, they can be used in order to fulfill your purpose. But that doesn't mean that that's all you're going to do. Correct. They
2: okay. can they can be used to to lead and guide you to doors and windows and opportunities. But don't allow those talents to become it. The, don't allow those talents to overtake the the purpose part of Mm -hmm. because it's stuck in that place and that's where we start feeling like ah I just feel like I'm existing you know I just don't I I don't know you know that's where all of that stuff comes in is Mm -hmm. because we've allowed something to to take the place of something it never was intended to take the place of right
0: like it's it's become bigger than the purpose but that's not what the purpose is so that's why you're not happy doing it right Mm -hmm. Um, reconnect with God in order to find clarity. And sometimes that means disconnecting from other people, other things, yeah, and moving. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And then um, don't put a timeline on God. Trust in him because what Mm -hmm. he has for you is greater than what is going on or what you've experienced before, Mm -hmm. which is exciting to me. I like that idea. (laughs) I love it and then um like we just said sometimes fulfilling your purpose is uncomfortable it's an uncomfortable um kind of path to take but you know it's worth it in the end mm-hmm. and then I love that you um pointed out the self-belief plays a huge part in fulfilling your purpose
2: yes yeah
0: thank you thank you so much you're welcome yeah, you welcome it. And um, I just want to be able to give you um, an opportunity to share with listeners where they can find your podcast and things that you're doing.
2: Yeah. So again, guys, Thank you so much for tuning in with us today. I truly, truly enjoyed this um, opportunity. Um, Again, my name is Erica Michelle Bailey. I am your purpose coach and mentor. You can find me on Facebook, um, Erica Michelle Bailey CO. That's for company, but it's Erica Michelle Bailey CO. You can find me on uh, Instagram, Erica Michelle Bailey CO. You can hashtag... um, uh, let's see what we use most of the time. This uh, this Girl Got Purpose, you can hashtag that you'll find a lot of things um, in regards to what I do and where I am. The podcast is fairly new, guys, so y'all give me some grace, but uh, She Talks Purpose is our newly uh, podcast that started actually September the 4th. You can find it on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Um, Pretty much all the podcast platforms, we're we're almost finished with iHeartRadio just finally approved um stitching something like that. You can find us there. We're on Thursday at seven thirty PM Central Standard Time. All things we talk about points back to purpose
0: right yeah yeah and I've been checking out your podcast and I (laughs) love the transparency I love that you're sharing your story that's so you know it's very touching and and relatable so yeah yeah. that's my goal
2: and one last thing my website I'm sorry is ericamichellebailey.com So you can find products, my books, my T-shirt, my branding line, um, all of those things there.
0: We hope that you have enjoyed this interview with Erica Michelle Bailey. We sure did. And please check her out on social media. As always, be the best you that you can be one positive step at a time. Peace.